Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. You are here. Yes, you have found yourself here, whether it is your 200-plus-ish episode or your new welcome. Somehow you found your way here, whether you found us a little search in the search bar there for birth podcasts, home birth podcasts, or a friend or midwife doula, birth photographer friend shared, saw it on social media, We thank you, and we thank whoever sent you here as well, if that applies. So we're so excited to be here in this space and creating, doing it at home and expanding the community. It's just such a joy for us over here. So we are grateful that you are a part of it and and at this party with us. So yay to that for you being here. And if you want to be more connected, more involved, there are so many ways you can do that. You can follow us on all of our social media platforms and channels like DIAH Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Doing It at Home. And then we have our private Facebook group community. If you, There's a link to it in any episode show notes and this one for sure. So whatever podcast player you're listening to, go check the show notes and the links that are there. There's also a link to it from our Instagram, you know, link tree doohickey thing that's there. So you'll be able to access that and request entrance into the group, answer the questions, and then you can be a part of that space with us. And you can always reach out as well with any questions or topic suggestions for the show, things you'd like us to cover. You can email us hello at diahpodcast.com. And I cannot forget the doing it at home gear, the swag, the have babies where you make them, birth junkie, let's talk home birth, or a doula or midwife mug for your favorite doula or midwife in your life. Yes, yes, yes. All of that is there on our shop, which again, refer to the show notes for links, but you can go to diahpodcast.com and check that out. And 
in the realm of connecting and following and subscribing and all of that, we have not read a listener review in a minute here. So I wanted to read one for you, with you. Yes. And just to give a shout out and to also just spread some love and good feels and vibes. So this one comes to us from JK Sim 2. And this is a review in Apple Podcasts, which you are free and welcome and to do. And we thank you for that when you do. But this says very empowering. I've discovered this podcast as I recently switched from hospital to home birth around 28 weeks with my second baby, given all of the uncertainty with coronavirus. I've been doing a lot of mental, visual, and physical physical prep, chiropractic, hypnobirthing, pelvic floor, physical therapy, spinning babies, etc., to help make this birth wonderful. And the birth stories through this podcast have been incredibly inspiring. I find that I itch to listen to at least one episode a day. The conversations flow beautifully and the hosts are wonderful. I feel that this podcast is great even for those who aren't planning a home birth, but are being thoughtful and intentional about their birthing mindset. Highly recommend. Thank you, J.K. Sim, to such beautiful words. We are very humbled by them and also awesome all the prep you're doing, all the chiropractic, hypnobirthing, pelvic floor physical therapy, spinning babies. That is so awesome. So cool. And so thank you so much for that. If you feel inspired to drop a review in there, we greatly appreciate it and might just read it on the show. So today's episode, we have a really awesome conversation with Jocelyn and Eddie Zaldivar about their experience to home birth and gosh, the themes that come up in this conversation, they hit on what I believe, we believe, and what we've heard on the show, the top challenges that can come up during a home birth, a birth, but in home birth planning process come up for Eddie and Josie. And they talk about tough conversations with an OB and in switching care. So there's one right off the bat. Then financial planning and finances coming into the mix when insurance covered a hospital, but doesn't for a home birth or a birthing center. And then also some resistance and pushback from family. So those are some hot topics and they have experience in all of them in their process and in their preparation. So we go through some of that. We also hear the birth story of their beautiful daughter, Mazzy. And then we talk about how their home birth experience really impacted their businesses. And so it inspired them to create homebirth.com. And homebirth.com is a network where families can match with home birth professionals to serve them and many other things, resources, education, empowering conversation about home birth. You can see how we had quite a few things to talk about. So that is just some of what we cover. And I know you're going to love it. So thank you to Josie and Eddie. Quick word from our sponsor, and then we will jump right in. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Jocelyn and Eddie. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you? Hi, Sarah. How are you? We're doing great. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on this take number two, as we've been hanging out for like half an hour now, but this is <laughs> This is the, great. Yeah. This is the, the, the final official recording. We appreciate both of you being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We're, we're so, uh, we're so so excited. Thank you. So share a little bit about yourselves and your family. Okay, so I'm Jocelyn, uh, and my husband here is Eddie. We are both from Miami. We moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, shortly after we started dating. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, we moved to California. So we're currently now in uh in sunny San Diego. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Oh, shout out to all the other San Diego doing it at home families yeah. out there. There's a lot of you. I think we could do a doing it at home thing in San Diego. Like a meetup? Yeah. But in the we, future. Uh, we, see, I, uh, I work in digital marketing for uh, uh, over 10 years. And you know, over here on the West Coast, it's definitely uh, one of the hot pets for it. So, mm-hmm. so the great weather and... Uh, and uh, just being here, it's, it's I'm I'm definitely I feel where I, where uh, where we should be. Mm. That's cool. That's awesome. That's a great feeling. Yeah. And Mazzy, little Mazzy came into play along along the way there, and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm curious if you could take us back a little bit in time and either when you were planning to become pregnant or when you became pregnant, what some of your conversations were around birth. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a big journey. It seems like from where you were to where you are now and what you all are doing and creating, which we'll get into in a little bit here, but to just kind of paint that picture for us. Yeah, definitely. So, um, we had spoken about having kids like from like the first time that we talked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Okay, we kind of we spoke about having kids before we even met. Yes, that's true. Eventually, we yeah we met on on a, on a dating website actually. That's cool. and so we had spoken about wanting kids uh, and having them later when we were yeah much much later yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so we had been dating for a year and a and a good job opportunity uh, came up in in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, so. We spoke about it, and and even though we had only been dating for uh, for for a year, she 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 came with. And, sure uh, did. <laughs> and uh, and we had we had spoken about it, uh, and I think at about a year and a half, or almost two years into our relationship, I uh, I asked her to marry me. Yay! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> and uh, shortly after. Uh, on a routine visit to yeah, uh, I went like to the OB just like for a checkup because I was having what I thought were irregular periods, mm. um, and at that visit I found out that we were pregnant. pregnant. Wow! <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh like super unexpected. Even though we had spoken about 
having kids. Uh, we weren't planning on it just yet. And from there, like the whole journey just kind of. Yeah, we just kind of stuck with the OBGYN and, uh, and they were asking us to come in every two to three weeks to, to get sonograms. And we were kind of like on this one-way track you know and i felt we weren't really given a choice we were just kind of like put on this train and you know we were just going um so but we, we had always always been kind of like natural people we always like looked at um you know we always ate healthy and 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 josie's vegan so we always looked at, at vegetarian at, yeah <laughs> at, at our uh, at our options and um yeah just my idea of when I did think about having a birth was not like that just uh I didn't have any input it felt like they were just uh over medicalizing the whole process and um then I think at some point I had this idea of like oh maybe this OB can help deliver our child in like a in another setting like maybe like a birth center or something like a little bit more natural mm. so uh, we tr- so we tried having this conversation with uh uh with our doctor but i, I don't know it was kind of like an awkward conversation to have we kind of felt like we were gonna get in trouble <laughs> that's interesting yeah share about that because i know we we had ones like that and then mm-hmm. i know others listening might be gearing up for conversations like that or have had them themselves and are maybe still processing. But what you said, Eddie, like kind of feeling like you're in trouble because it's not what you're supposed to be doing or bringing to your doctor, or you know, how dare we question certain aspects. So yeah, please share about that. Yeah. So I like had to really look deep within myself and I think a tipping point for me and us was uh, seeing it, like, written down on a summary from, like, the doctor's office that it was, like, a, like my medical condition or whatever was, like, <laughs> yeah. pregnancy. Yeah. Oh. Kind of like, the way it is, is like, like, like it was an affliction. I'm like, no, that's not exactly <gasps> the attitude that, uh, that we wanted to have. Uh, so uh, we did a quick Google search, and we found a birthing center that was uh five minutes away from us yeah so just like being aware of like what our options were I felt like really empowered us to have that conversation and um after I asked if you know just to give them the benefit of the doubt if it was a possibility to have a birth in like a birth center uh with that OB like just in case uh they said that no like she delivers in this hospital uh and you know that that was like what was supposed to happen and and I was like okay like the reception to this is not so great um and it feels even more right at the end of that conversation to not continue our care with them mm-hmm. and so we didn't formally like let them know that we were going to be making the switch to the birth center we'd found until like the next um, visit was scheduled and, and we canceled it like after 
meeting with the birth center folk, just wanted to make sure that we had the better option. Um, and yeah, I guess we didn't face it like full on like uh, like how we should have, but it was kind of like what felt right for us in the in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we end up going uh, to the birthing center, and it's awesome. Like it's a. <laughs> Like the rooms are pristine, the beds look comfortable. I had like this beautiful bathtub and this awesome stand-up shower. It was just like, yeah, it's like a place you, you like you wanted to live. Right, right. Can we stay after we birth the baby here? We'll just set up shop. It's fine. <laughs> and even where we talked, it was like a kitchen. It was like a kitchen area, so it it felt very homey. Mm. Yeah. We talked about the whole process over tea. Nice. Uh, um, so we got to meet the midwives, and uh, they were very nice. Uh, they had a Spanish-speaking doula, which was important for us uh, because... Uh, uh, My family only speaks Spanish, basically, and they were going to be there, presumably, at the like later end of... Uh, or I, I guess like maybe like we were thinking like a week after Mazzy was born and we wanted to have like a postpartum doula mm. and that was important for us. Uh, and then there were prenatal uh, uh, classes and, and they also had um, uh, a unresident uh, kid doctor. Which, oh, pediatrician. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pediatrician. Yeah, the kid doctor. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were, <laughs> that's like the official that. term, I think. <laughs> so, so, so we were super uh, pumped about uh, about this place. Yeah, the only thing that was kind of an issue when we were like making the switch was that we went from our insur- insurance covering everything and all the excessive uh, mm. ultrasounds that they wanted to take and everything uh, to our insurance not covering anything at all and. Um, having to pay up front for services that, you know, I guess weren't due for yeah, quite so, some time. So, so, so that was challenging. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That well, now we have to pay out of pocket for, for, uh, for, for the birth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, you guys are great. You're bringing up another really big thing that comes up. So one, you've already discussed, you know, having those uncomfortable conversations as you navigate and you change your mind and you think about what you do want versus what you don't want. And then now the money factor, the finances come into play for a lot of families when they're making this choice, especially if they didn't know out the gate, they were just going with home birth, you know, so to shift from potentially having everything paid for with insurance to, any variation and, and anywhere you are in the country, it could look different, right? And in, in whatever different system you're in. So it could go from partially covered to none of it covered. And so now you're having the conversation of paying completely out of pocket, you know, for this experience, granted an experience you want to have, but then I, I feel like, you know, your priorities get scrambled around and you're shifting, you know, well, is this worth it? Or, you know, all of those things come into play. So you guys are going through so many great themes and points that I feel like a lot of families deal with. So this is awesome. And I yeah, we were, oh, No, you, you go, Eddie. Yeah, no, we were also worried that what if, you know, uh, at the last second, uh, we had to go to the hospital. Right. And then we were worried that oh, we're going to have to be on the hook for both the home birth and the hospital birth. Or so, the birth center birth at the yeah, time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the birth center birth. So, so these things were definitely on our mind. 
um, and also to talking to our family. You know, our, our family didn't know too much about home births, and and they, um, I'm sorry about about birthing centers, and and, and they thought that it was dangerous. Uh, yeah, uh, we were super excited, like Eddie said, when we saw the really comfortable room and the and the birthing uh, tub, and we took a photo there. And we're both like so happy. Yeah. And there's like a little arrow in the back that I sent to uh, my mom, like, oh, this is where our baby's going to be born. And there's just like so much shock, I guess. And uh, just like questioning, like, what, what are we thinking? So we're at a, uh, at a lactation class and, uh, and we noticed that uh, the instructor uh, keeps talking about alternatives to the birthing center <laughs> should we accident should we end up in a in a hospital and, and we kind of like found that weird um you know but the class was very nice uh, except that she kept referring to uh having birth not there so uh so the following day uh, uh did they call us or did they email us no we got an email and i opened it by myself uh and i was like like no i must have misread this let me read it again and uh and surely enough they were communicating with us that they were closing shop i think maybe within like the next like month or two wow and she was on her 28th week yeah so we were deep into it like super committed (gasps) like we had taken all these classes (laughs) yeah um, we got to know the midwives and we envisioned like even continuing care with uh, the pediatrician there mm-hmm. or the the child doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so they recommend a local hospital that has a birth center area and they also suggested a uh, home birth midwives and initially mm-hmm. like we knew nothing about home birth, so we we're like, like, "Are you crazy? Like, mm. we don't want to have a kid in the in the forest." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, that's insane. Um, so we checked out the the hospital birth center, and it was not what we wanted it to be, especially after uh, going to this uh, awesome birth center. Yeah. Dang, that's and, big. And uh, and we eventually. Uh, uh, reach out to the home birth midwife after not being happy with any any of our other options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was like super close to our third trimester, if not already in it. By the time we uh, like get to looking, no, yeah, I guess it was like right before the third trimester, and just um, we had a short time to really educate ourselves. Yeah, just the whole process of. Uh, finding out are home births safe? Are they like a good fit for us? Um, and just um, after, like, like, what, what, like, was our apartment big enough to have a yeah. home birth? You know, yeah. Like, uh, would our complex kick us out if you know if, if mm. she got too loud? Would we, would we get in trouble for this? Yeah. That's a really yeah. great questions. Yeah, we were, like, super uninformed. We didn't know anyone that had had a home birth or, like, I guess even a baby at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, also super not integrated into the birthing community in Knoxville because we had just moved there. And uh, we didn't know where to find our, like, 
midwives, aside from the ones that were recommended to us. Um, I wanted to make sure that whoever we went with was like the absolute best fit for us, even though it was our, like our third change or I guess, yeah, like our third birth plan. I wanted to make sure it was like our last and yeah. like best option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, so, uh, so we, we meet this uh, midwife team and, uh, and they're awesome. Um, we do the our first initial meeting at, at their home. Was it at their home? No. So uh, I did the first yeah. phone meeting. Like I did it uh, on the phone. And uh, they sounded great. Uh, I spoke to a couple other midwives while you were working. And they did not sound so great. <laughs> and just with uh, deciding who to reach out to, there was like a huge, uh, like, discrepancy between like the best websites and like the the worst ones mm. um, like the midwives websites like they're, they're, yeah. they're practice. Yeah, got it like the information was like that like a lot of the websites looked like they were in the 90s so so we weren't sure if they were still open or not uh, yeah right. like are they uh like are they even credible i guess was my initial reaction to like a not so great website like should we even trust them if they don't have a put together website? Um, before realizing that you know midwives actually do everything for themselves, so maybe their websites yeah. are not reflective of <laughs> their experience. Uh, yeah. Sure. yeah, and um, you know a lot of them really uh, depend on like word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, so. Um, when we finally meet with them, uh, we meet with them in person after our initial little phone interview and they are just absolutely perfect for us. They, um, felt like super well-prepared, like very well-educated. Uh, they put us at ease about like any of the lingering questions, just, you know, making sure that we're able to give birth uh at home that we're good fits and um that if anything were to be a red flag that they would let us know and we would you know be able to go to a hospital should that be necessary um and that just gave me so much confidence and made me feel really empowered and we knew that our you know, our journey was going to be like very, like very good <laughs> mm. uh, just because of the the confidence that we had. I, I feel like, yeah. Uh, so, so Josie was due uh, on the 1st of July and uh, July 1st came and went. And like, uh, yeah, I, I think um, maybe something worth mentioning is that uh, our midwives, uh, did make mention that being in labor might feel like maybe like a marathon Mm. and so uh just like throughout this whole process Eddie and I were were pretty active we were going to the gym uh we did rock climbing I think well into (laughs) when I had a big belly and um and then we were doing hiking as well just Mm. making sure that I was 
comfortable with the whole like endurance part of uh, labor, just uh, aside from the emotional and mental aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, when the 40 weeks came and went, um, we were made aware that we had to like, well, we knew this from the, from the start, but if we passed the 42 week mark, we weren't really going to be eligible for a home birth anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, like at the 40 week mark, there's something like an ultrasound that is supposed to happen, uh, just to make sure that we're still eligible. And so they check the liquids or the amniotic fluid fluid and make sure everything's okay. Yeah. And um, we pushed it to 41 weeks and I think like three or or four days, uh, just hoping that, you know, our baby would come by then. And um, at that visit, we got like another like insight into like what it might have been like had we ended up in the hospital. Uh, So the OB there that was uh, taking care of us at the for the ultrasound, spoke super positively about everything in my body, with me and my baby, um, who were, like, looking super good. And she said, had she not known that we were at 41 weeks, like, she would have guessed earlier, and that everything was looking wonderful. Mm. But at the same time, she also said that within, I guess, a week at that point, I was not naturally uh, giving birth to my child by then, that I should return and that there was, you know, that there was a possibility that I would be induced. And that was just, like, really shocking that it would go from, like, oh, you're looking wonderful and the baby looks like she's doing great like no we gotta get this baby out like, <laughs> what's the urgency of everything looks great yeah hmm. um so at that visit she offered a membrane sweep and like kind of feeling threatened about having another change of plan um and just like not being able to have our baby at home like we were planning it was really uh scary so we decided to go with the membrane sweep and um, Eddie held my hand through it. It was a little bit rough, but not as terrible as I imagined, I guess. Um, so, so in all of this, because we planned uh, for the baby to be out around the first, we, we wanted her parents to be there shortly after. Well, we were thinking maybe the baby would arrive like a week later. So like we were thinking, oh, maybe she arrives like 7-7 seven, seven or 7-8. Seven, so, yeah. so we planned for so we planned for her parents to get here on on the twelfth, and uh, the twelfth comes and goes. <laughs> and it, wow! And obviously we uh, we pick up her parents, um, and they're there. Yeah, they're in our tiny apartment <laughs> uh, with no baby. Right. <laughs> Did they know that that you guys are choosing home birth at that point? Yes. Okay. okay. So I, I guess uh, we went from the birth center like to that without speaking on that but there was a yeah there was a lot of like non-supportive comments made uh 
and they were just kind of like, you know, it's they, very they, dangerous. Yeah, they had their hesitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but my mom knows me very well, and she's the one that would be most likely to speak out against it. And so she, surprisingly, at that point, didn't, like, didn't go against it as much as I, I thought she would have. Like, she mentioned she was, like, you know, a little concerned, like, am I sure? But um, she knows how, like, I, I, I think committed she, I was to I, it. I think she also respects us very much, and she knows that that we do a lot of research and uh, be, yeah. behind everything that we do. So they kind of like left it to that. They're like, all right, I, like I, I, they know what they're doing. It mm-hmm. might not be the choice that they would have preferred, but uh, but I think they felt comfortable enough to to let us like live our life. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's wonderful. And then yeah. with the the um, the ultrasound that you all did around the first of July, was that uh, coming as a recommendation of the midwives, or is that something that you guys wanted to do? No, we did not want any more, like, ultrasounds after the anatomy scan that we knew, like, like we pretty much had to do. Um, because just, like, everything was seeming fine. That yeah. was, um, I think it's actually maybe law that through the midwives, like, if we're getting midwifery care in Tennessee or maybe specifically Knoxville, I'm not sure, uh, we had to go see that everything was okay so that we could proceed with the with the home birth and i think also it benefited us because it bought us a little bit more time so she said i had like a week from that point and i was at 40 weeks and 3 days so the ob was giving me until like 42 weeks and like 3 days i guess basically to have that home birth and like not be and, yeah, yeah, we totally questioned, we totally questioned uh, the day of conception because, like, she was a little, a little off, and, and yeah, and, and we know it's still not like a hard science as to when the date of conception. So yeah, yeah. even though even though we have forty two, like, I think could have easily been like forty. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I just felt like really confident in that. You know, everything was just going well because we hadn't had any complications throughout the, the pregnancy really. Mm-hmm. How was your body feeling at this point? Uh, I was spectacular. Oh, <laughs> I felt like awesome. I yeah. was like my best self during pregnancy. Yeah. We had really taken to heart, you know, that, uh, that birth was a marathon. So we had to, we had to get Josie's body ready for it. So, we were going to the gym three, four times a week. You know, we we're doing a lot of squats, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, walking and, and hiking. Yeah. And then aside from like the physical Walk part climbing. of it. Yeah. Um, just like emotionally, I yeah. felt a really strong conviction that I still do. Um, just that my energies and like my mentality during pregnancy and you know she, she loved on. she loved being pregnant she was just like in, in a good spirit the whole time she, she really embraced uh having the baby yeah uh, i just wanted to make sure she had her the baby because we didn't know until until she was born that she was a girl um 
wanted to make sure she had like her best start and so she made sure she had everything was, in the right spirits yeah. <laughs> yeah and what everything. about you eddie what were you up to to prepare yourself to be a powerful partner a powerful supporter for jocelyn i i, uh, I i've been looking forward to, to being a dad my my whole life like i <laughs> Like I didn't have a dad growing up, so so as a kid, I always told myself that like when I am a dad, I'm gonna be like the best dad ever. Yeah, and he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. So so when I found out that Josie was pregnant, I'm like, all right, that's it. It's, it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was pumped. So uh, so fortunately, Josie really took well to the pregnancy, and she was happy and. We were in Tennessee near the Smokies, and it was pretty idyllic, um, yeah. the whole experience. I also was very fortunate in that I was not working when we found out that I was pregnant, as we had just moved to Knoxville. And um, this whole time that I was, like, preparing my body and my, my you know, baby to be born... Uh, I was in a very low stress situation, whereas uh, yeah, yeah. if we were, if we had stayed in Miami, I was uh, probably have been working and you know dealing mm. with parents and it just would have and been the traffic there. Yeah, it's been a lot yeah. more stressful. Uh, uh, <laughs> I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I read a lot of books to get ready for it. You mm. know, he um, went to all the classes with me. Like a lot of the appointments, nice. he was able to make it. Yeah, he was just very involved, and and then and then my employer, they were very flexible, and they gave me uh, a lot paternity of yeah, paternity leave. Paternity leave. I think I was the first person. Oh yeah. There to to get a month of paternity because I was there as they enacted it. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so cool. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so, so I was ready, and I was I was happy to to do it, mm. nice. and to support in, in any way I could. That's amazing. Um, Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's jump back into the birthing story. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so let's revisit birthing time. All of us are in the apartment together. We're hanging out. We're waiting on baby. What's what was going on? Yeah. So so our parents showed up on Thursday, uh, and then Friday, uh, Josie starts feeling uh, some mild contractions. Yeah, we had had like a really nice active time with my with my dad. I think we went to the park, and um, 
And I was like, oh, maybe it's just like, maybe I had a really big day today. Yeah, we also thought that the, the walking would help, mm-hmm. you know. Get things going. Uh, because then at that point, it was more of like, okay, so my parents are here. Now I want to make sure that we have our kid before my parents leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as opposed to like uh, our previous concern, which was, okay, well, let's make sure we have this baby before they get here. Um, and so Eddie texts our wonderful midwife, like just a heads up, uh, this is happening on on Friday night. Yeah. You know, and they're like, all right, we'll keep, we'll we'll keep tabs on it. And, uh, and they just try and and sleep through the night. So, so we end up sleeping through the night and then she wakes up and we make it to Saturday morning. Yeah. And she's still feeling contractions, but you know, they haven't really sped up too much. Yeah. Um, and then around noon, they seem much more predictable, uh, fairly strong. And um, Eddie texts the midwife, and thankfully he was handling all the communication. Yeah, and one of them comes over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she gives all the tricks, like all the, uh, was it raspberry tea or is it? Well, I had been drinking some raspberry tea before that, but she gives me um, like some herbal stuff to like uh, help things continue to progress because by the time she like was assessing it, my contractions had slowed down pretty significantly from where they they were before. And um, he starts walking stairs. Yeah, I walk stairs. I go to the gym in our apartment building um and just like trying to make sure that things keep going because uh, I was progressing but just like super slowly um and then we have like a really hard conversation yeah then uh, uh the midwife was uh she she was wondering if maybe her parents being there was kind of like causing Josie to mm-hmm. not relax enough or, or, or let it go so 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 the midwives pull me aside and and wonder if, if there's any way that that we could take her parents elsewhere, like get them a hotel or something, mm-hmm. uh, just to help uh, Josie relax a little bit. Because I think she, I think Josie was a little nervous uh, that her parents were locked in the bedroom, yeah, uh, for so long. I just felt really uh, concerned this whole time. I'm like thinking about like the kind of hospitality mindset that my parents have raised me to have and I'm like are they okay like uh, do they need anything like can they get to the bathroom because their their bathroom was like across the hall and um and they would have to come out into the living room which is where I was uh initially like yeah, yeah set up um and yeah, we decide that it's our best move to ask them to go to a hotel. Yeah, so so I get them a hotel that's maybe five minutes down the road, and uh, the conversation was a lot easier than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was that's suffering good. when when they mentioned that that was going to have to maybe be the case. So I was like, no, let let them let them wait. Like, let's see, maybe the baby just happened. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we had to put Josie in front, you know, and, and the baby, yeah. you know. That's um, great. So they go to the hotel, and the the rest of the evening, I left, I think they left, like, midday. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, closer to that e- evening, even, yeah, maybe, like, like four five, five. Yeah, four or five, yeah. 
and then um things kind of like continue to stall um so saturday night basically we try to keep things going but not much is happening we have our wonderful midwife with us um yeah she's like helping us the whole time yeah and eventually uh it doesn't pick up and um and we decided to call it a night you know we, we felt that Josie was tired and, and that she needed rest. She needed a rest. So so the midwife, Josie and I, we end up just watching a scary movie Saturday night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Scare the baby out. <laughs> Come out or else. Yeah. yeah, that would be your tactic if you were a midwife, Bivens. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, so so after so yeah, we we just uh, called it a night, and uh, and we decided to pick it up again on Sunday, Sunday morning. Yeah, and uh, when we wake up, uh, things kind of seem to pick up on their own again, which is wonderful. But um, but they're they're still going like pretty slow, and Sunday marked you know officially whatever had been written that we were going to be at forty two weeks. Yeah. Um. So. In my head, I'm like, like, okay, well, if if not now, like, when? Because yeah. <laughs> we're on a yeah, super time crunch. Yeah, we, yeah, we were worried that, that we would have to go to the hospital after, you know, mm. after not moving forward. Yeah, um, but our midwives are monitoring everything. Yeah, they were checking everything. They were checking the pulse. They were checking the baby. And they said that we were progressing just... Um, just slowly. Just slowly. And so... Um, we end up having to continue to kind of um, help the contractions along the way. Uh, what ended up working like super well for us was not the walking or the exercise, but uh, using a breast pump. And mm. thankfully we had one. And through the pumping, I was able to like go in and out of contractions like pretty steadily. Um, yeah, because she had been pushing for so long. Pushing, we're not there. Or, or, yeah, or, or, or been going through this this whole time. Uh, she wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, the bathtub, the the water. Yeah. wasn't really an option. Gotcha. Yeah, that wasn't really how like I envisioned mm. having our baby, uh, and you know my heart was kind of set on it. So we, I give it a shot. Like I'm like, okay, let me just like, let me just see if maybe getting in the shower is uh, uh is helpful but then it like stalls like Everything significantly there too much gotcha um so, so we go back to the pumping so i want to uh, yeah. interject for a second because i don't know yeah. if you if those are confused eyes bivens or whatever or maybe others might be wondering too the breast pump nipple stimulation can promote the contractions move things along okay cool yeah. just checking i wasn't sure if you were i'm checking okay all right uh, great we've been doing this well maybe someone else like didn't know that four years okay well i wouldn't expect you to remember all the details <laughs> i just know when we first started watching birth videos i didn't know that yet and i remember the midwife telling the husband to just start like stimulating the the mom's nipples like I guess they didn't have a pump and I just uh -huh. thought oh why like that poor woman like she's already doing so much like why does she have to have her nipples pulled on <laughs> and I just I didn't get it at the time but now I understand so we are all yeah. we are all Thank together you for that. yes you're welcome okay back to you Josie and Eddie <laughs> it definitely worked for her so it could help anyone else yeah no for sure yeah 
But the, yeah, but the shower did the shower. You said slow things, things down, down because it, because you got a little too relaxed. Yeah, and oh, okay. I heard that other like mommies too. Just that yep. um, we hear if you're not yeah super strong contractions, like it might work against you. Unfortunately. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the water helps relax the woman when they're feeling too much pain. Mm-hmm. So, but if they're not, I guess, far enough, I, I guess it relaxes them too much before. Stall. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, so, so yeah, like we end up finding that the nipple stimulation through the breast pump is most helpful for for me <laughs> at the time, mm-hmm. and. Um, so like into sa- Sunday. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think something day. else. Something else that we didn't mention was like in the sonogram. Like our our, uh, our technician told us that our baby had a very very big head. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and I, I think she was in the ninety ninth percentile. <laughs> yeah, and if you see her her daddy, that that's why. <laughs> <laughs> All those brains, you gotta fit them in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So so yeah, I. Like, I end up getting into a flow in our bed, which is a reclinable bed. Yeah. And it's uh, it's kind of like, I guess, like a really comfy hospital-type bed. And so I'm reclined up, and um, I have the breast pump on her bassinet that is directly next to our bed. And I'm pumping um, as I start crowning. And uh, I'm like dozing in and out, mm. so I in and out of sleep because because yeah. you've been kind of like it was it was long, it was a marathon, yeah. it really yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, those squats really did pay off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so um, we're there, and it's uh... yeah, no, I, I mean the, the baby came out like it, it probably took like longer than than we expected, but she was completely healthy mm. uh yeah yeah we were so happy when uh she came out it was uh it, it, it was a weird feeling to to see her for the first time um because it's like you see her and you feel all this love but in reality you guys have no history together mm. no memories yeah find that love so it's you know it's 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 a weird feeling, but yeah, we were just so happy to to see her. We didn't even check for her gender until like minutes after, maybe like five minutes. I go, what, yeah, what, what 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 is the baby again? Oh, oh it's a girl. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, like sh- shortly after, um, they pull the placenta out, and then, they don't pull it out. <laughs> or, or the, the placenta comes out, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, and and the midwife set up a nice like herbal tea bath for nice. her, yeah. and um, and yeah, the baby and Josie were were in that. We were perfectly healthy. Uh, we were in a bath after like being super in awe. I, I think you know there's like a lot of yeah yeah there's a lot of uh, endorphins and everything like oxytocin yeah. in the mix and uh the whole like we were on cloud nine yeah the whole time i just felt like so enamored with our baby and we were so happy that she was healthy and with us and um she was so beautiful mm. <laughs> she's so pretty yeah <laughs> uh and then 
we're in this bath and we come out and there's like a spotless home like you would oh, never yeah. wow yeah, while, while we're in there the midwives made sure and they cleaned everything it so was, great it was, yeah it was just so awesome and uh, yeah, no, the, the baby was perfect and um then the midwives they did everything they had to do like you know blood test or they weighed the baby and Oh, that was, the, that was the funnest part. I don't know. I know. I love that <laughs> moment. But uh, when they weigh the baby on like their little weight scales, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just so tender. And uh, I love like the birth photography photographs of uh, babies being weighed. Mm. Yeah. The sweetest. I think the only thing, uh, but the midwives did think that we should visit a dentist shortly after because they thought that they are not a dentist but um yeah they thought they recognized a tongue tie oh yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah so, so that was completely new to us and we, we had no idea like what that was or didn't even consider that mm-hmm. so. well i think they had actually mentioned it in some yeah. of the birth education classes that we took i i think it's actually fairly common um so i, I had like some idea but i didn't think it was going to be something we'd have to deal with so navigating through that Mm. was another uh wonderful uh unknown challenge we would have Mm -hmm. but um our midwives helped us through it and um you know obviously made sure that the baby was latching and uh feeding before they left and everything um though uh, breastfeeding did become a problem with uh, with Mazzy, unfortunately. Mm. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then did the abuelos get to come and, and see her? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so abuelos came probably like two hours after. So I, I took my bath yeah, visually. Yeah, we forgot to mention that this is during the World Cup final. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so, so they were watching the World Cup. We were watching the World Cup. Yeah. While she, while she was giving birth. I was getting reports on the World Cup. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. Awesome. We love that. Team contractions. She's like, "What's the score?" <laughs> that's amazing. When when Mazzy came out, did you go go? Uh... <laughs> no, but but. But if she would have been a, a boy, there's a good chance that her name would have been uh, Kylian Mbappe or something. <laughs> 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 oh, so awesome. Yeah, so they actually, uh, like, uh, my parents actually got to be a part of, like, the whole weighing uh, time. Oh, nice. And, like, a lot of the the care with the, with the midwives before they left. And so that was a really nice, like, bonding experience for them they're sure. like crazy in love with her right now uh and I, I think definitely just them being there so shortly thereafter she was born um like enhanced that that connection that they have yeah uh definitely massey loves her grandparents <laughs> even though we haven't spent too much time with them considering that they're across the yeah. country mm-hmm. and, and with this whole pandemic thing you know that uh, you still have a pr- great relationship, considering that's mostly been uh, via um, via Skype or yeah, or yeah. Hangouts. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's really sweet. And this whole experience for you all has 
shifted a few things in your lives. So with a couple minutes that we have here, I want to talk about what you're doing now as a result of your home birth experience. So tell us a little bit about that, because I know listeners are going to want to learn more. So uh, after this whole experience, we were definitely converted um, <laughs> on home birth. We definitely like, learning. Just even midwifery care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the fact that we knew nothing about it and it was such a wonderful experience that we felt that more people had to know this like i think most of us are taught that babies are are delivered in hospitals uh, and we really taught nothing else um and uh, going through this uh definitely opened our eyes um, so Josie and I, we always talked about, um, my, my family has always been entrepreneurial and, uh, and Josie, uh, and I always talked about working together or doing something where we could combine, um, her talents. Um, and Josie is a big, she has, she has a huge heart and, you know, she's always trying to save the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. So um, in researching all this, we found that the domain homebirth.com was available. And, uh, and, and, you know, looking at it, we thought it was a good investment to, um, to, 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 to purchase the domain. Uh, so we initially uh, saw homebirth.com as a way to really help educate people on, 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 on the whole process of home births. Um, and we had been working on it slowly. It was kind of like a pet project of ours. Uh, but then when the whole uh, pandemic happened, we were like, wow. We we're like, like, how can we help? Like, you know, home press all of a sudden uh, became very, very popular topic yes. considering what was happening in uh, New York with uh, the hospitals putting limitations on, on who they can go with and then just families being scared of, of of contracting COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously that concern is still there. Um, so we decided to uh, step up as best as we could. Yeah. And, and we started ta- talking to um, or interviewing midwives for content on our, on our website. And, uh, and we kept hearing the same problems that, that, they, that they were facing. And we were, and we were still trying to figure out what homebirth.com was. Um, so, you know, we kind of saw a opportunity where we can use our platform to really help our community, especially at such a, such a, such a, a, a tough time. And this was considering all the challenges that we had, uh, during our, um, our process to finding our midwives and like having our home birth. Uh, yeah, I, I like I got a lot of uh, feedback from other families that had also had very similar experiences with everything being very disconnected and uh, not centralized for, you know, finding credible sources of... Uh, so, so what Home Birth has become is that we, we basically have a network right now. Um, right now, it's only in Southern California. Uh, where we help match families to uh, to to home birth professionals based on a questionnaire that we have, so we could 
help fit um, uh, based on you know whatever is important to these families. So if religion is important to some to, to them, we make sure we match them with a a midwife that uh, that shares those those beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, 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 or language, even right, like right. that was something for us with uh, with our doula. We actually got super lucky because our midwife also spoke uh, some Spanish, and mm. that was like super unexpected. Yeah, and 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 also um, just learning more about birth. You know, uh, being people of color ourselves, we 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 did realize that that there is. Um, uh, that that, w- that women of color are uh, disproportionately affected um, mm. by um, mistreatment in hospitals yeah. and uh, obviously mortality rates that are higher. Yeah. So um, so, so, so you know that, that black women are, are three to four times more likely to die um, because of uh, birth-related causes, and. Um, so on, on our on our website we set up a um, a fund um, right now uh, uh, to help uh, pay for a um, hundred home births for families that um, would normally not uh, have access to to this type of care. That's incredible. That is that's something else. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. really awesome, really inspiring, and I'm so glad that you're sharing that here so that listeners and friends of listeners, you know, we can be sharing homebirth.com and sharing the resources and this information as well as like think about the women who can now as a result of listening to this, either they themselves or someone they know can get connected with care that serves them through what you're doing through your network, you know, in that area right now. But I'm sure as it grows, there's going to be more opportunities all around the country and world for women and families to get access to their care and then as well to – um, give back and and support and in the home birthing community, create the space for those to have an experience that works for them, values them and, and honors them and, and their safety and the safety of their, their family and baby um, that would not have otherwise. So that's just really, wow. That's goosebumps kind of stuff. No, that's uh that's exactly right. And especially with everything that's going on, you know, we're, we're just trying to find our place where we can, where we can best help our community and mm-hmm. and, and and other families. So um, yeah, we're, we're we're very happy to take this mission on ourselves, and um, and and we're really excited about seeing um, to see it grow. Yeah. Oh, just think about all that Mazzy has inspired, right? As she yeah. gets older, for you to share this with her, that you know she was part of the inspiration for all of this work is really neat. It's it's funny. Uh, our our company is actually called Mazzy Inc. There you go. Wow, that's wonderful. That's really cool. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Josie and Eddie, you are so incredible. I'm so grateful that we got connected, and I believe this is this is not our first conversation, but it certainly will not be our last either. Just in this space that we're in, I'm very excited to continue to be connected and work together in some way, and and serve you know the our greater communities um, in whatever way that we can. So thank you so much for sharing your energy with us on the podcast. Um, and I see many other opportunities for us to be able to share you and what you're doing here at Doing It at Home. Yes, yes. Thank you both for joining yeah. us and for doing what you're doing and we're just honored to be able to spread your story and your message and just it's great connecting and yeah appreciate you both 
Yeah, definitely. We appreciate you guys too. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, so, we're uh, if you guys want to follow us, you can follow um, us on Facebook, homebirth.com, on Instagram, homebirth.com, but it's all, but the dot is spelled so mm. so spell it. Um, homebirth <laughs> and then D O T C O M. Yeah, and then obviously uh, on our website homebirth.com pretty yes. easy to remember everyone <laughs> yes and the, and the website is just homebirth.com so yes. it's not spelled out correct yeah yep. website yeah legit homebirth.com and we're going to put links to everything, everything in our show notes and in the description for this episode so whatever podcast player you're listening to this on you can look at the bottom yeah. description and get links to to all the great stuff yep thank you so much again guys yeah thank you guys thank you Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved? Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.